I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabasaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Well, hey, a massive welcome to this podcast and the first episode of Stop, Collaborate and Listen. I know what you must be thinking. Why on earth is that Vanilla Ice song not the opening music for this podcast? And I hear you. I almost did it. But then copyright issues, all that kind of stuff. I just did not even want to go through all that. But I am beyond excited about this podcast because I've been binging on podcasts lately and I'm absolutely obsessed with them. My name is Jess Rufus and I'm going to be your host for today. I feel a bit like Oprah saying that, so that's awesome. <laughs> if you don't know what Collabasaurus is, essentially um, it is a dating site for brands to help you grow through powerful marketing partnerships in social media products and events. I'm going to put the link in the show notes if you are interested in checking that out and we would love to see you over there. But my intention with this podcast is to deliver quick tips and how-tos that get into the nitty-gritty of different marketing topics. So we'll talk about everything from UX design, sales funnels, publicity, networking, collaborations, and social media. Um, they're not going to be long episodes, partly because I can't really stand the sound of my own voice, um, but also because I want to get straight to the point without getting to overwhelm. So as you know, the best results come from implementing ideas. So I want to keep these episodes short and digestible so you have a clear path to executing the ideas that resonate with you. 
Today's episode is going to be all about networking without the awkwardness. I know it probably surprises you that this first ever podcast episode is not about collaboration marketing, or not entirely, but if you're growing a business or personal brand, you absolutely cannot deny the power of knowing the right people. So I thought this was a really great one to start on. Really, this episode is all about how you meet the right people and avoid the awkwardness and then leverage your network for win-win relationships. I have five steps for growing a killer network, as well as a tiny interview with Kate Adams, who is the founder of Thankly. And Thankly is one of my favorite ways to build networking connections. So I'm really excited to share that with you. Um, I can personally say as well that I'm so, so lucky to have such an incredible network of people around me. Um, And in saying that, I have prioritized my network as a significant growth tool, both personally and professionally, and I cannot tell you how worthwhile it is. So without further ado, let's get into it. Step one is to find the gaps. So have a look around at your existing network and see whether there's any knowledge gaps, skill gaps, experience gaps, um, gaps in your support network or collaboration partners and friends as well. Um, Building a network in a really conscious, strategic way will make sure that you make the most of your time and you're able to secure win-win relationships too. So where are the gaps in your network? You can look at things like people to have fun with, people who have experience in marketing, people who run their own startup and, you know, you can support each other through the struggles and challenges of running a startup. Or you can find some people who have significant experience in your field who could potentially mentor you. Um, You can also look at things like people who can teach you things that you're not the best at, um, like financial stuff, for example, or people you can explore joint marketing opportunities and collaborations with as well. So what kind of people do you feel you need to bring into your network to help you grow as a person and maybe fill skill gaps or knowledge gaps or marketing opportunities? Figuring that out first will really help you define who it is to get in contact with next. So step two is that it's a two-way street. So Figuring out what you bring to the table here is really important. Unfortunately, most people are really interested in what's in it for them, especially if they don't know you from a bar of soap. So why should they help you out or connect with you? They'll take that step if they can clearly see what's in it for them. Or you've inspired a positive emotional connection by being generous with your positivity, advice, opportunity or time up front. So I've got two examples for this and one that might seriously spark some ideas for you. One is from a friend of mine who applied for a job with a company and the other is from Kayleen of Startup Creative who talks about securing key mentors in your business. This first example is from a friend who really wanted this advertised marketing job with a sunglasses company. She was a bit underqualified and she could have easily just submitted a CV through Seek and just crossed her fingers and hoped that she would get through. But what she did instead is that she went to the local area around the office and found a pizza place, ordered a pizza and put a handwritten note as well as her CV on top of the pizza and hand delivered it to the reception. 
So the card was delivered to HR and it read something along the lines of, you know, sit back, relax, enjoy lunch. Um, you no longer have to spend any more time searching for a new marketing coordinator. And this was so inc- so clever because, of course, she got a call back straight away um, because that creative little idea that cost next to nothing, she was able to communicate straight up additional value to what others had been able to. So what I mean by this are value points such as creativity, effort and persistence, as well as an investment into what she wanted as well. So really, you know, communicating your value, it's actually quite hard to do. But if you can get that right and stand out in the in your communication of the value that you bring to the table, it's awesome. And you'll be able to secure some incredible connections and collaborations and networks as well through this strategy. My other example is from Kayleen of Startup Creative, who recently spoke on stage about the topic of securing mentors in your business. And she suggested offering to work for free or offering your skill set and time in exchange for valued advice and the opportunity to work in this person's office environment. So this comes back to um, my point about it's a two-way street, you know, making sure that you're offering up your value rather than just asking for what you want. Um, is an incredible way to forge great networking connections. So instead of just emailing and introducing yourself and asking for a bunch of that person's time, you can show that you're willing to work for that privilege. And this kind of strategy sparks flattery, a positive emotional response, and says a lot about your character as well, which is fantastic. So the moral of this story is really that nothing is free, but you can use currencies other than cash as a way to grow your network and your business too. Step three is to identify the connection strategy. So in simpler terms, this is really what's the best way to reach out and make an impact with this person that you want to get in contact with. Uh, When I started Clavosaurus, I was going along to these horrible techie networking events that were really clinical. Um, I was one of maybe two or three women in the room and a lot of people were honestly there for the three for the free pizza or didn't speak English at all. Um, And the people that I did speak to were incredibly intelligent, but they were developers and purely interested in their line of work. So for example, they were working on a physics algorithm for a new NASA spaceship, which was amazing, but absolutely didn't help me grow my network in the way I needed to, to grow my business. So at this stage in Calabasaurus, I was looking to fill gaps in the marketing partnerships and support network areas, and I was going along to the wrong spaces to do this. So instead, I would recommend considering things like workshops instead. And that's because there's no pressure to hand out business cards or force conversation. But if you go to the right workshops, you'll be able to both learn something and meet like-minded people. Some of the coolest people I have met are from things like social media or photography workshops aimed at business owners. So if you're looking for marketing collaborations, on the other hand, you can look at things like Collabosaurus. It'll save you a bunch of time and it's actually why we built the platform in the first place. So collaboration marketing is when two brands come together to create something and help each other grow through clever cross promotions. So if you've seen things like GoPro and Red Bull, Spotify and Uber or Shandon and Seafolly, these are great examples of two brands coming together doing something really cool and engaging audiences and cross-promoting at the same time. The awesome ripple effect of a brilliant marketing collaboration is that you'll secure incredible networking connections as well, which is great. 
So depending on, you know, who it is you want to get in front of will kind of change your strategy. And this is a great time um, to introduce my favorite strategy for building relationships outside of brand collaborations. And that is Thankly. So Thankly is a handwritten card and gift service that allows you to send beautiful handwritten cards and gifts from your computer that have the most phenomenal impact. You heard right when I said handwritten, it's a service that has saved me hours of time and made the most incredible impact with people I really wanted to get in touch with. So I'm thrilled to introduce you to Kate Adams, who is an owner of Bondi Vet Hospital, a director of Canpal Pet Biotech, and in her spare time, she is the founder of Thankly. So enjoy this little snippet, and then we'll just break for a second and head back to the tips. Hey, Kate, a massive welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about Thankly and where the idea came from? What inspired you? Thankly is a service to help people send handwritten cards and gifts to the people that they care about. Where the idea came from was I was actually standing in a post office and I thought I'm such a big believer in handwritten cards and sending people thank yous to say, show your appreciation. I'm standing in a post office and I thought, oh my gosh, this just cannot be this hard. Totally. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to create something whereby it can be so easy to send a thank you to someone. It takes three minutes, a couple of steps, and you can send a gift or you can send a handwritten card by itself. Um, so I wanted to make it easy enough to be able to do in five minutes. And you can make such an impact with a handwritten note. I think that's the thing that really stands out. Like we use Thankly religiously and you can use it, you know, um, this episode's about networking. So you can absolutely use it as part of like your networking strategy and to really make an impact with people that's um, emotionally resonating as well. So, but you can use it to thank journalists, um, team members, colleagues, bosses, teachers. Have you Employees, seen these clients? Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. anything, anything. So, what ways do people use Thankly? What ways can people use Thankly? So, we see a lot of people send to, to our colleagues and also clients um, to say thank you. Um, I often get the question of, is Thankly B2B or is it B2C? So, you know, business to business or, or business to customer. Um, and yes, we do see a lot of people send to people like their mom and their grandma who they might not have seen for six months um, or their dad. But quite often, actually, we do see lots of businesses sending Thanklys. And you know, the strange question is this B2B question because in my world, like I really think that the future of business is around person to person. So people want to see a personal connection with their, their clients and their customers and that's how you guess build brand loyalty. Yeah, and trust as well. People build mm-hmm, trust absolutely. by requiring emotional connections. Absolutely. So this, this kind of answers my next question, which is why do you think snail mail is so powerful and do you think it's making a comeback? I mean... My answer is 100% yes. (laughs) You know, I think that anything where you've got 100% open rate should could be used as such a great marketing touch point. So, you know, you've got an open rate on your emails somewhere between, you know, 10 to to 50% at maximum, even if you're doing a really good email campaign. Um, Whereas when you think about it, you send someone a card and you've got 100% open rate right there. Um, they're engaged, it's personalised. Um, if you write it well, it feels warm and sincere, um, which is just lovely to get. And I really think that 
that kind of a marketing touch point really needs to be um, valued and, you know, it's something that actually businesses can use to, to increase, you know, their connection with their customers. Yeah. I mean, even if you just think about your own personal experience, I mean, when I receive something in the mail, like a card from Bankly, for example, gosh, I'll remember that person. And then, you know, your email inbox, on the other hand, is flooded with hundreds of emails every day. It's like I don't have specific memories of each single email that comes through the door. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just because, you know, handwritten notes just have that emotional connection. So, so. Yeah, and, and I also think that a handwritten card, um, you know, you, as I said, you can also send a gift. Um, and the reality is if someone does something for you in your everyday life, you know, we're not islands. Uh, we're successful because of the people and support group that we've got around us. Um, and, you know, if someone does something for you, that might be something like a mentor that's had a 30-minute coffee with you, helping you with your business or it could be even, um, you know, a friend that's actually giving you some feedback on, on your website, um, just send them something. So we start really, really inexpensively. So, you know, we start at $30 um, and we do that just so we can keep. Um, it's about the sentiment rather than necessarily anything else. Um, so I think that's really important. You know, they've shown time and time again, people are more likely to help you again um, if you send a thank you, um, whether that be a card or a gift. Um, and it means that down the track, you never know when you're going to need to ask that person for help again. Absolutely. One of the biggest mistakes I see happen with people growing their networks is that they don't nurture the network. You know, mm-hmm. they're just reaching out when they want something and they're not actually saying thank you for the things that have been exchanged or provided already. So yes, absolutely. It's And it's so powerful and easy to be sending handwritten card especially with Bankly it saves me hours it really is and quite often you know I have had businesses that have um, you know asked to send out sort of a bulk amount of cards um, and they've come back to me with a you know really standard message and that might be you know um, Merry Christmas and it's something I actually (laughs) really really discourage because um, we all get those cards and you throw them in the bin um, you're wasting a touch point that you can build a connection with someone else. Um, so personalization is the key and it's the key to actually a future successful business um, as well as obviously building sincere and genuine connections with other people. And it, you may call that networking or, you know, we all talk about they have this idea in our head of networking where we give little business cards to each other at, at um you know, awkward little events. Um, but really what actually networking is about is forming really sincere and genuine friendships with other people. Absolutely. So um, with that in mind then, do you have a tip for building an incredible network? Let's say someone's just started their business and they really want to be, um, you know, reaching out to cool people and building their network. Do you have a tip around that that you've found in your experience? Yeah, I, I, you know what, I think with your networking, you need to be reasonably strategic. So, you know, if you go to an event and, um, you know, you know a particular person is going to be there, invest the time in that person. Don't, don't go and try and meet, you know, 20 people and go around the room and give out your business card. Um, it's old school and people don't like it. Um, what you want to be doing is you want to be finding you know, five or six, and you might build that up even over a year, five or six really genuine connections, which can can help you. Um, and they might be more experienced entrepreneurs, um, but someone that you look up to without being a stalker. Um, <laughs> 
you don't want to be a stalker either. So, um, but you know, and I think that reality is, is that, you know, if you offer value back, um, you know, we talk about collaboration, um, but if you add value back to someone, then those connections can actually see you into many, many years. Absolutely. So much opportunity is attached to people. You know, one great networking connection can lead to so many different things Mm -hmm. and so many doors opening. Doors open from other people. Yeah. Doors don't open from sitting behind your computer. (laughs) Absolutely. So where can people find Thankly? Thankly, it's easy to find uh, www.thankly.com.au. Yes, and I will put these links in the show notes, guys, so you can find it even easier. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kate. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, Jess. So that was Kate Adams from Thankly, and don't forget to check them out too. Honestly, it's one of my favorite brands right now, and it's a lifesaver for building great relationships. And speaking of relationships, step four is probably one of my favorite ones because I do love a dating analogy <laughs> running Calabasaurus as a matchmaking site. But number four is don't try and marry them on the first date. This is probably the most common problem I see with reach out emails or when I receive collaboration pitches myself as well. I think getting around this is really making sure that your first contact is brief and clear and communicates your value, Um, in which case we actually do have an email script, like an email template that you can use to copy and paste. This is inside the Collabo Hub, which is available on the business subscription of Collabosaurus if you're interested in that. Um, But you're obviously bringing a lot to the table and you're willing to bring a lot to the table. And it's just about articulating that in a really great way so that it comes across as valuable as possible to that person that you're reaching out to. On the flip side of this, I would also recommend that the first contact not be a pitch or not be that, you know, asking for something because You want to inspire an emotional connection and build a relationship. Investing in building that relationship is super important. So my recommendation here would be before sending that reach out email, see if you can, you know, love on their stuff on social media, send them a thankly or connect on a platform like Collabosaurus first so that you're not reaching out straight up um, cold with a bit of a pitch or salesy email there. Step five is to continue to invest. Make sure that you're investing in that relationship ongoing. I see so many cases where people reach out and put so much time and effort into building that relationship at the beginning to get a particular thing that they want out of that contact. And then what ends up happening is that contact is lost or not invested in over time. And then when you do want to reinitiate the conversation, it's often because an idea has sparked or there's something in particular that you want. So my big point here is don't just reach out when you want something. Invest in that relationship. Um, make sure that you're sending congratulations um, and emails and things when great things happen for them. Um you're investing in that relationship and offering up your help and advice in return as well. Um, That's really important because as I said before, great networks are two-way streets. All right. So that's it from me, guys. I'm going to give you a quick recap of the five steps to building an incredible network. Number one was to find the gaps in your existing networks. Number two is to make sure that you're very aware of what you're bringing to the table because all networking relationships are two-way streets. 
Number three is to identify a connection strategy that suits that type of person. So whether that be through an online platform like Collabosaurus, sending a handwritten note, which you should definitely check out Thankly for, um, reaching out on social media, sending a stellar email or meeting in person at events. Number four is don't try to marry them on the first date. Make sure that when you're reaching out to someone for the first time, you're not just reaching out because you want something or reaching out with all your cards on the table. Keep it really short and brief and clear and communicate what you're willing to bring to the table in order to build that relationship and invest in that too. And number five, of course, is to invest in that relationship ongoing. So make sure your network is feeling the love. That's it from me, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I really appreciate your support. And if you'd like to share the podcast around, I would love you for it. Or you can leave us a rating as well. Every little bit counts and your support means a lot. We will see you at the next episode, which will continue to talk about all things marketing and collaboration. And we're looking forward to seeing you there.